Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Good Monday to you. Oh, what a beautiful weekend it was. Man, oh man, oh man. Hope you got out and enjoyed it. Today is going to be another terrific day. On and off, you know, possibility of a, a sprinkle here or there. But for the most part, man, another good day today before uh, the weather begins to change and then we start to plunge back into the norms uh, this time of year, which is in the uh, you know low 50s, upper 40s, things like that. We'll get back to normal for the remainder of the week. But, uh, man, a lot to go over. Uh, obviously a weekend without Packers football. So what did you do to enjoy it? I did a lot of motorcycle riding this weekend. Stopped at uh, many different uh, pubs and eateries and watched some of the games and stayed, I don't want to say caught up because I never really got behind, but just, you know, watched as much as I could and obviously checked out that, uh, that, that debacle last night as Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just thrashed by Drew Brees and company. And Tom Brady just looked awful. And you know what? Everybody has one of those. But that run defense that was so staunch got shredded by Alvin Kamara and company, and this is the same New Orleans Saints team that the Packers were able to uh, to knock off. So anyway, it, it was just uh, it was um, it was an interesting weekend of football. The Bears get beat again. The Bears the Bears are two and four since starting out uh, with three wins, and they are in somewhat of a free fall. They don't look good. Um, you know, you look at, uh, you know, the, the obvious are, you know, the Bengals, even on a bye week, they stink. Dallas stinks. The NFC East stinks. The Jets stink. So there's some things there. Uh, but for the most part, man, what a, what a weekend, what a good weekend of football. What a good weekend of college football. Notre Dame, by the way, I, I just retweeted this. Uh, Darren Ravel had put this out, but Notre Dame obviously had the fans on the field after the game and there's no social distancing and it just, and so they come out and basically blame the students. And w- without putting security in the building, like, what did you expect? Uh, you can't be a, an institute of higher education and be completely this blind and stupid and just blame everybody else but yourself. So I thought that was rather funny. So anyway, uh, a lot going on this weekend. I, I'll, there's a lot of reaction. What we learned from this weekend's games, what we learned. Okay, first of all, 
Drew Brees looked really solid. All this argument about Drew Brees and his arm strength and downfield, look, Drew Brees is going to continue to get uh, his team wins. It doesn't matter. Um, he looked good yesterday. He's currently the uh, touchdown passes record holder, surpre- uh, surpassing Tom Brady uh, this weekend. Uh, on the game's initial play from scrimmage, the Saints defensive end Cameron Jordan got to Brady, and uh, that was pretty much the way it went all night. Antonio Brown back on the field, by the way. Just three catches, 31 yards. He had one he had to come back on because Tom Brady underthrew the football. So that wasn't a good look. Uh, in the meantime, Ben Roethlisberger walks off the field, and you're thinking, ah, oh, here we go. Big Ben hurt again. And he comes back. And even with a, a really weird fourth down go-for-it call out of Mike Tomlin, when, you know, look, the, the Dallas Cowboys defense normally just stinks on ice, but they were feeling it a little bit yesterday. Uh, and they go for it, and they didn't get it, and that allowed the Dallas Cowboys to stay in that ball game. But uh, Pittsburgh ultimately re- uh, prevails 24-19. So that was an interesting game yesterday going to the uh, AFC-NFC mix. Kansas City, uh, they have had a couple of scares this season. Patrick Mahomes pulls them out of the fire yesterday, 33-31, knocks off the Carolina Panthers. Uh, you've got Arizona. I thought that was a really good battle between between uh, Tua and Kyler Murray. That that a really, really good battle between those two. And uh, it ended up with uh, Miami coming out on top in that contest. And then, obviously, Seattle going on the road to Buffalo, even with the additions defensively with Carlos Dunlap and, and Snacks Harrison, uh, have not shored up that defense. Buffalo goes wild, 44-34 in a wild one up in Buffalo. And uh, then you had the Baltimore Ravens. I'm still, you know what, as much as Lamar Jackson looked fantastic last year and he won the MVP, and deservedly so, okay, I'm not knocking that. I've said all along, a lot of quarterbacks who are run-first quarterbacks in the National Football League, they don't stick around for longevity. They're really, really good, and then they make names for themselves, and you keep expecting them to do that over and over again. And Lamar Jackson got the win, don't get me wrong, but just he did it more with his feet than with his arm. And I I, I want to see him develop into a quarterback where he doesn't have to be. The, the threat of his feet all the time, or it, that's legitimate. But I'd love to see him develop into more of that, that quarterback pass, pa, uh, pocket passing presence because eventually he's going to get his block knocked off. Tennessee ends up beating the Bears, as I had mentioned. And I think we all kind of saw this coming. Matt Nagy's offense is awful. And they don't wake up until the fourth quarter. For the first three quarters of almost every game, they just sleepwalk through it. You got guys that are just, you know, just kind of running around out there. They're not, they're not doing anything. You know, and then all of a sudden, it, it's, you know, Matt Nagy puts uh, on the, the gas pedal and, it's all the way, you know, to the floor, and, and by then it's too little too late. So Chicago is still a long way away from being an actual contending team, in my opinion. They just – Matt Nagy is not a good offensive coordinator. He's just not. And either that or he's a very good offensive coordinator, but he can't handle the, the head coaching role. He just He's just not good. Uh, you got the Raiders over the Chargers, even though Justin Herbert continues to impress many. Uh, you got the Vikings. We kind of figured the Vikings would get a, get a win over Detroit, but Dalvin Cook, man, holy mackerel. Another big, big, big weekend for him. And um, um, uh, Matthew Stafford's week, uh, we all know he started on the reserve COVID list, you know, and then he gets evaluated for a concussion after he plays in this game. And he was knocked from the contest early in the fourth quarter. 
and he never came back. And so it was it was a big weekend of college, or excuse me, uh, uh, NFL football, college football. Again, life without the Badgers. Badgers have resumed uh, some workouts. They're trying to hopefully get their arms around this this week, and then things happen, and then maybe they can be back and playing this weekend. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, the Vikings knock off the Lions. So uh, a lot of good stuff this weekend in the NFL. So you tell me what you took away. And what I took away was simply this, that the, the, the Buccaneers did not look great. The Seattle Seahawks did not look great. The Packers didn't play, and they looked pretty strong on the West Coast. So now I'm thinking to myself, if I'm a Packers fan, now granted, the Packers defensively have not shored everything up. We we can all admit to that, okay? But I'm I'm going back to the old adage of any given Sunday. I think not playing this weekend and being able to observe other teams this weekend gave you, gave me, gave us maybe a little more perspective as to what the NFL is in the right here and the right now. And I that is, I think, it's 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 up for grabs. Pittsburgh looks to be the strongest team. They really do. As much as I like Kansas City, and they're the defending champs, and until somebody knocks them off, they are the champs. Okay? No doubt. But Pittsburgh looks to be real. And I know they had a game yesterday in which everybody thought they were going to sleepwalk through the Cowboys and and just, you know, get it done, and it would be no big deal, be kind of a walkover. I, I You're always going to play those tough teams. And you're always going to play one of those downtrodden teams where they're going to play you with everything they've got. But I, uh, I, I, I still think Pittsburgh looks to be the best team, even though it's obvious because they have the, the unblemished record. But uh, Roethlisberger, man, that guy's healthy. I don't know how bad he's going to feel today after that uh, what looked to be a knee injury yesterday. But he came back in that contest, threw that touchdown pass, and uh, and led his team to a win, even after. Even after that uh, that fourth quarter, fourth down attempt, and Mike McCarthy's just just scraping right now. They're talking down in Dallas about, you know, I don't want to say tanking, but you know, they're they're hoping for the first overall pick. Maybe they end up with Trevor Lawrence. So what does that do with Dak Prescott? Do you franchise him for one more year if he takes it, and then just call it a day, and then move on? Trevor Lawrence's team after that. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. What did you learn about the weekend? What did you learn about the weekend? Would love to hear from you. Uh, also, the program, as always, uh, is uh, produced by Radio Joe Zola. Also, Evan Heffelfinger behind the glass. You can find us at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. That's over there on the uh, on the Twitter account at Radio Joe Sports, at Evan Heff 25. You can go through all of those and get a hold of us. You can find us over on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com. That's Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. And follow us there, too. We're going to do some more Facebook Live again this week. I promise you that. Uh, probably down on the wagon wheel if uh, the weather outside is not great. Otherwise, I'd take it outside, but uh, we'll probably be in the wagon wheel again this week and then in addition to that you can always hit us up uh, the old-fashioned way email bill michaels at bill that's bill michaels at bill 
You can find us on the radio.com app as well. 855-830-8648. So what'd you learn? What'd you take away from yesterday's NFL action? Got one more game coming up a little bit later on this evening as well in the NFL. But what did you learn? What do you think about this weekend moving forward as uh, you look at the Packers and the win on Thursday night doing what it is they were supposed to do? And that is getting a win. You got the Patriots and the Jets coming up tonight in a craptastic game. Other than that, it was the 34-17 victory of the Packers over the San Francisco 49ers. We'll discuss that, but the rest of the NFL we'll talk about. And coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to hear from David Bakhtiari, the uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, left tackle. We're going to hear from him. He was on uh, with the big show on Friday of last week after uh, giving you the reaction coming out of San Francisco. So we're going to hear from him coming up as well. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up on this Monday right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Show brought to you by our friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. It's naturally carbonated, gluten free, and includes no artificial flavors. Go to cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, strawberry flavors. Make your choice. Go to BudLight.com for all that they have to offer. So, what'd you take away from yesterday's action in the NFL? What'd you take away as you watch some of these other teams that are leading their divisions or uh, the hierarchy of the NFC? And then you start to realize the Packers' place in it. I mean, certainly you look at what the Saints did to the Buccaneers last night and think, well, wait a minute, that's that's the epitome of any given Sunday. I mean, the Saints have had the Buccaneers' number. First game of the season and this game yesterday, last night, if you will. They've just been able to match up really well against them. And that defense of the Buccaneers just simply wasn't able to stop Alvin Kamara. Weren't able to do it. And then the same thing happened once uh, once. You saw the uh, the Saints get up on the Buccaneers, and then they had to get into throw mode, and uh, we're trying to work in Antonio Brown. And say, now they may get better with Antonio Brown on the field. Who knows? But um, you know, the couple of passes, three catches, thirty-one something yards for Antonio Brown, something like that. Um, you, you'll see him get more into the mix, but uh, but nevertheless, it wasn't this spectacular opening performance for Antonio Brown as many people were predicting and/or expecting. In the meantime, you saw that uh, the defense of the the Buccaneers, not as stellar maybe as, as many had thought, or you just had a bad game. It is what it is. 855-830-8648, Fuzz writes, uh, Christmas came early for the Packers, Bears, bu- uh, for the Packers, Bears, Bucks, and Seahawks. All got beat. No slip-ups this weekend. Cannot look past the Jags. Uh, weather may be wet and cold at Lambeau Field on Sunday. I agree. You can't take anybody for granted. No, no, no. I can 100% agree. Uh, he said the Bears' O-line is the worst unit in the NFL. They can't run block or pass block. That unit is almost single-handedly responsible for them crashing and burning. That is from Sean. Uh, Chris writes, Tampa, KC, and Seattle are not as invincible as the four-letter network wants us to believe they are. Chicago is exactly what we thought they were. 
and I've said that for a while. I, as much as their record early on indicated, you know, an undefeated season after going three and zero, it just there was too many flaws that you could see. The naked eye would tell you. Now, I, I think every team has it. Seattle has obviously a defense that is still somewhat porous, even with the addition of Dunlap and Snacks Harrison. Um, I think uh, there is some susceptibility. Uh, down in Tampa Bay. There's no perfect team in the NFL. I think this might just come down to uh, a, a a defense that's inadequate stepping up and an offense flowing and, and hitting on all cylinders that's ultimately going to win the NFC. Um, the teams in the AFC are so much stronger, Robert writes. Robert, when you say that, are you simply saying that when you say the teams in the AFC, are you talking Pittsburgh, uh, Kansas City, and, and uh, Buffalo? I don't think Baltimore is as strong as some people want to make them out to be. Pittsburgh is, but I don't think Baltimore is. Um, Dave says Russell Wilson had a clunker again in the in the MVP chase. He did everything he could. When you get get beat forty four thirty four, I mean, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, he can only do so much. You know what I mean? He can't do everything. He is having an MVP season, but he can't do everything. 28 of 41, 300. Now, he did have the two picks. That I 100% agree with you. DK Metcalf, another big game, seven catches, 108 yards. And if I remember correctly, Josh Allen, what, three touchdowns, no picks in that ball game, and really high when it came to quarterback. He actually, his completion percentage, wasn't he like 31 or 32 for 36 or 7 or 8 or something like that? He had He was. He was on point, man. He had a really solid game. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Les says, you said it. As the old saying goes, any given Sunday, I feel good about the Packers' chances. Matt says, "Uh, what did I learn? Carolina's a damn good team that is much better than the record indicates. And, yes, I'm feeling trepidation, as he puts it, (laughs) about the matchup with the Packers. Uh, and Joe says the NFC is a crapshoot at this point. Can't believe the Packers didn't make a move. That is disappointing. And we'll talk more about that coming up in a little bit. Packers not making a move, not doing anything additional. 855-830-8648. Hit us up over on Twitter. Hit us up on the Facebook fan page. Um, this one is, uh, from Mark. Mark writes in Wendy's email inbox, he says, I think the Packers are a good team, not a great team, but can't we say that about every team in the NFC? Just can't wait for the postseason to get here and then bite your nails. Hopefully the Packers can pull it out. Um, This one's from Frank, who says, I didn't win my parlay thanks to the damn Steelers. <laughs> Some people not happy about the money over the weekend. I agree with that. Uh, Frank says, no, the Packers still have major issues stopping the run, and if Marquez Valdez-Scantling still has the dropsies, someone else needs to step up. Well, eventually you're going to get Alan Lazard back. You you may get him back uh, as soon as uh, the next game against the Jaguars. Uh, Jake says, uh, don't forget Wilson had a couple of turnovers as well. It was as much his fault as it was the defense. You are you are correct. That's why I said he had he had two picks. He had a couple of fumbles, but he had two picks. 
want to hear from you. This one is from uh, Elsie. Elsie says, I still have some belief in the Green Bay Packers. I wish they would make a move just to get the defense a little bit better. Anything is better than doing nothing. We keep hearing them in on all these different players and making phone calls. That's great. Doesn't it feel like when the Brewers offered CC Sabathia $100 million and you knew he still wasn't going to stay because he was going to take a lot more money to go elsewhere? Making the gesture is, gesture is great for fans to rah-rah, but if, unless your gestures are sincere, it doesn't mean, well, blank. So that's from Elsie. Elsie, appreciate the email. 855-830-8648. Uh, this one's from uh, Kent who says, uh, Buffalo Bills fan here. I'm starting to really believe in my Bills. What do you think? Uh, well, the NFL um, network uh, had uh, that, uh, you know, Sean McDermott, the Bills are 7-2. and two. They won the games by relying on their defense and hoping that Josh Allen would lead the offense to do enough in Buffalo to just be on the winning side. No more. Buffalo is now just good. They're good offensively, defensively in a game in which the Seahawks would only be able to win by relying on their offense. Buffalo answered by matching Seattle's 419 yards with 420 of their own. And the main driver of that was, of course, Josh Allen, who was 31 of 38, 415 yards, three touchdowns. And in the first half, he put on a clinic, ripping passes to a number of targets and looking as if he was picking apart his opponent in a seven-on-seven you know, kind of summer tournament, not an NFL game in November. He found his. He found Stephon Diggs, John Brown. Those two guys combined for 210 receiving yards. But he was hitting the open man all over the field. Tyler Croft, Isaiah McKenzie, Gabriel Davis, all for touchdowns. So uh, in Russell Wilson's trophy case, might be glad to see November 8th as the day to have his uh, nightmare outing because if he uh, did this later in the season, it might cost him the MVP if he continues to play extremely well. He looked uncomfortable for a good portion of the afternoon, double-clutching, before throwing even that early interception uh, in the end zone, hesitated again before almost throwing a pick in the fourth quarter, and in between he lost a fumble, threw another interception uh, to Tredavious White. That was on a desperate attempt on that third and 25, and finishing things off again, he fumbled again thanks to A.J. Klein, who crushed him. And while Wilson is still in the midst of that MVP-level season, uh, yesterday was just bad. That was just bad. And by the way, six is the number. And in honor of Alex Trebek, who passed away over the weekend, you can say uh, six. Uh, what is the number of quarterbacks who have thrown for 300-plus yards against the Seattle defense this season? So Seattle's defense still not completely shored up. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll come back. We'll take a quick break. Uh, but we're going to hear from David Bakhtiari, who was in San Fran, made the trip this time, went to San Francisco, had a chance to look at his team up close and personal and talk about uh, talk about his team's performance and finally, finally getting that West Coast win, which was uh, so elusive uh, early on in the Matt LaFleur era when you talk about the coaching aspect of things. So we're going to come back. We're going to hear a little bit more about the 34-17 win for the Green Bay Packers. Also, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over at Van Horn Auto Group. They want to buy your car. And, uh, look, they're doing it all the way through the end of the year. Right now, if you just want to sell your car, maybe you're having some financial issues or what have you, they can help. Or maybe you just want to get rid of a car. Maybe you're, you know, just thinking about, yeah, I got an extra one. Might as well go ahead and get rid of it. They're wanting to buy your car. You can stop into any Van Horn location in Wisconsin or over there in Iowa as well. You can check that out. Get the Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer or go online and just click on the uh, sell my vehicle link. 
for the same offer. Uh, if you have some service that you need done to your vehicle, they have service financing available right now. You don't need to put off the unexpected repair. You can do it 0% APR for 12 months on any repair up to 2000 bucks. So they've got that going on. But if you want to buy new, want to buy used, want to buy buy foreign, want to buy domestic, I mean, whatever it happens to be, they've got dealerships for everybody. I've been doing this now four different occasions. They're great people. I've dealt with the Truck Center in Plymouth. I've dealt with the Ford dealer out in Oconomowoc, the Chevy dealer up in Plymouth as well. they got a lot of great people all over, even the Hyundai uh, dealership over there in Sheboygan I've been to. So I, I highly recommend them. Go to VanHornAuto.com. Again, VanHornAuto.com. They are family-born and employee-owned. That is Van Horn Auto Group. Again, Van Horn Auto. David Bakhtiari, up next on The Bill Michaels Show. Wisconsin-wide, The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Friends at Quick Trip, they've got the uh, the Take Heat and Eat meals, man. They are fantastic. If you have not tried one yet, uh, maybe you're thinking about watching some Monday Night Football. Maybe you just, you know, you're kind of the masochist and you say, I'm an NFL masochist and this game's going to suck. So I'm going to go ahead and sit down and watch it. But i got to do it with something good. i got to do it with something hearty. i got to do something to make my night great. Stop over at Quick Trip. Pick up one of these, uh, you know, fresh-made to heat and eat meals that they do them uh, every day. They make them fresh, and then they send them out, and they're ready in the uh, in the coolers for you. Take them home, pop them in the microwave, you're good to go. All kinds of different meals from our friends over there at Quick Trip, whether it's the chicken, whether it's the burgers, all the different specials they have every day. Check out our friends at Quick Trip, and don't forget, use your Quick Rewards card as well. They're so good over there, such good people. Stop in and see our friends at Quick Trip. So David Bakhtiari. Uh, he went on the big show, which is the afternoon show on our flagship station out of Milwaukee at 12.50 a.m. And uh, they started talking to him, and he was talking about whether or not he would or wouldn't be playing against Jacksonville because he made the trip out to San Francisco. So you f- kind of figure he's close, right? Here it is. You said earlier that he thought there was a, a, a good chance that you could play against Jacksonville. What would you say? Yeah, probably. Well, we'll go with that. Yeah, probably. Okay, I like that question, answer. Steve. Good, 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 good. I'm a big, big, big fan of yeah, probably. There you go. <laughs> That's it, man. A few words. Uh, and then David Bakhtiari talked about the play of Elton Jenkins. And then you look at Elton Jenkins. I mean, this is a, 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 a an ascending young prospect who he's as good as he wants to be. And that is that that, that is like the ultimate compliment I can give him. And I've told him this. All the time, you're as good as you want to be. Just don't get too, like, don't let your, let your head get too big because he doesn't play well when he thinks he's got it all figured out. But I mean, yeah, the you got to stay on all positions. Yeah. You can, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the guy can play all positions. Yeah. He's played center. He's played guard. He's played tackle. Um, and, and it speaks to not only his size but his versatility and his football IQ. I think that's what uh, I really like relate to and I appreciate from him. I can see, especially you know, because I've been working with him since his first start, he has a great natural awareness of, of the game, and you can't teach that. You either have it or you don't. You can learn how to play it. You can learn football and all the X's and O's, but when the bullets are flying, what's your gut reaction is going to pull you to do? His pull him in the right direction, and there's not many not many guys that have that that I've been around. And it's, 
it's nice, and that that's how I know that there that he's going to be a very good player. When your gut reactions pull you in the right direction of what you need to do, that's very important, especially in our game. So Bakhtiari was then asked about uh, the reports because the media was talking about Aaron Jones and whether or not he should or shouldn't be used and how much he should or shouldn't be used in the game and and the game against San Francisco. And so David Bakhtiari was asked about that, and he he talked about the discussion of use and, and stuff on the field versus what the, the media might think. Well, I think also the injury to Dexter Williams and the lack of running backs that we had, I think that played a factor in the game. I, I don't – I want to say I don't think they, they intended on that. Uh, also, you know, with the type of injury that he has, and I don't want to speak upon it, but I know when it comes to being muscular – you don't want to aggravate that because then it just resets the time clock. So it really just depends on how they feel going into that day and if, as long as it's managed because, I mean, I don't know what it is. And, but if you were, especially if it is something muscular or uh, related, if you do aggravate it and ask for that muscle to do more than it can, then it tears a little bit more and then we're right back and even worse than where you started off on. So it's, it's getting that thing to be asymptomatic, getting back, it doesn't flare up, and then you're good to go again. So the labeled calf strain, we all know, anytime it's a strain, it's a minor tear. It just depends on how bad the tear is, and he confirms there it is. there is a tear to that calf muscle. Uh, so, you know, you hope that coming out of that game and then with the extended few days before getting back at practice coming up later this week, that uh, Aaron Jones is able to continue to rehab and continue to get stronger and feel even better. Now, we all know uh, going into this weekend that COVID has affected the game. We know that it's something that is there. It's something that's reported on each and every day, but it also affects those around us. And David Bakhtiari talks about how it's impacting him and his fiance. Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a personal accountability that falls on each and every one of us of what not only what we do and conduct ourselves at the facility, but also outside the facility and what we hold our significant other standards. Me personally, like I have um, explicitly vocalized it to Frankie. You know, I, I obviously don't want to keep her from going crazy by just walking her up in the house. I'm going to let her live her life. I just said, you know, these are the things that I have to operate in, in protection and protocol for the guys that I work with. And I expect you to hold that same standard. And at any point in time, you feel like you have been compromised. And I think she hates me saying the word compromise. I say it too many times to her. But any time that you feel like you've been compromised, I need you to let me know on that. And I can set up tests, and we can stay at distance and wear masks until we know that you are in the clear. Yeah, just tell her to stay home and design the wedding. Just say stay home and design the wedding. Say, baby, just stay home and design this big wedding next year out on the beach, and it's going to be amazing. Just do that and make wreaths for everybody and make millions of dollars. She'll probably give you the <laughs> well, side. That, I like. That, <laughs> that, that has been nice because that has definitely added to it, but still, at the end of the day, you know, there's still things and places she wants to go and do. Absolutely. And yep. I, I, I hold I hold her to that to the, that sin. I'm like, I am not going to tell you can't do that, but just right. understand that there are certain rules that we are not like everyone else. We can't go and this is implications for my job and I, I want to respect my coworkers. So I'm going to hold you to the yep. same standard. And if you don't feel like you have done that, I need you to be honest and transparent and then we can work around it. Which is interesting. It's a look into the home life. It's not just sitting there on a pile of cash and watching football games. It's it's what you have to hold those around you 
to a certain standard as well. So he was also asked, hey, uh, that personnel department upstairs, uh, they're talking about a lot of stuff, but nothing's really happening. What would you want from a personnel standpoint at this point? See, and I, yeah, I would like to build an all-star team, but that's just not the reality of, of our game. And, and you really look at our team, it's like, what do we complete? You know, we have the best wide receiver in football. We have the best quarterback in football. We got, uh, you know, a top top three line in football. We have one of the best running backs in football. Uh, we the have best left tackle in football. You know, yeah, like, look, look at the guys that we bought. Like, look at the guys who rush the passer <laughs> in football. I, I, we look at our secondary. We have, I have a lockdown corner. We have guys that we brought in on the secondary that have made that a solidified position. Like, what? We got the pieces. Like I, I don't know what what more you really want. Instead, of, in, in, unless you want to play fantasy football, but that's just not reality. So then the question obviously transfers into David Bakhtiari: Is this a Super Bowl contending team? I think you you look at our team. You look at our team throughout, from top to bottom on the roster, and you know this is a Super Bowl contending football team. That that is okay. what it is. And okay. so far, we have you heard that, Steve. I've been we, saying we, it, we, Leroy. Yeah, we have right. Put ourselves you in, in position to to do that with the first half of the season. Now we just need to continue that. Uh, on uh, bringing in more talent, it really is as much of okay. Yeah, bringing in more talent, sure that can increase your chances. But at the end of the day, it's about production. And it's about doing what you can. And what we need to do is, as a team, is not only we need to see to put more responsibility on ourselves to have a good game plan going into the game and then as players executing that. Because if we do that, as we said, if you look at the paper, we have what it takes to get there and to win. But it's just on the execution side. And as much as, yeah, bringing in someone can help, sure. But what are the negatives from it? What, what, what can be drawn back from it? It, it? You could really hamstring yourself in the future. You could take away from certain things that set you up as a uh, uh, consistent contender. So, talking about hamstringing yourself in the future, so then that leads in, well, when you're talking about going for it, upcoming contracts and mortgaging the, mortgaging the future to win now, does that bother you? Why not push in and try and win this thing when you have that opportunity? Because next year, as we know, you're up, Aaron Jones is up, Lindsley's up, King's up. I mean, there's so many variations of what could happen with this roster next year. This may be that one chance before – what I deem as salary cap hell probably next year setting in for the Packers. And again, this, this is why we have anxiety. When you look at I, I, even myself, like I think about that and that gives me anxiety. And I, I'm like, well, why not this? Why not that? Look at all these. And, and there's points. I absolutely agree with you, but this is why we aren't GMs. We That's don't right. Know what else that goes into this? Yep. We don't know the opportunity cost of going after and getting said such player that we need so bad. We don't know. Like, they maybe have done their research, and they know the kind of guy he is. Could be. They don't know if yep. he, he is deemed worthy of giving up said such value. And that's the opportunity cost, I say. What's the risk to reward? If there is a value that the dean placed on him, and they're not going to take it, you have to live with that, both positively or negatively. If they didn't do a trade, got a guy that everyone's like, oh, you got to get him, he's awesome, yada, yada, yada. I mean, uh, uh, look at, look at uh, what the Raiders did with their hopes of, um, uh, uh, Brown, eighty-four. Antonio Brown, yep. Antonio Brown. What, like that was an opportunity for them to ascend and get a superstar player, and it blew up completely in their faces. 
So as much as you have this idea of something being so great happening, you it could also go completely the other way. And then he talked uh, about when asked, well, what about then trading draft picks? Because draft picks are unproven talent versus people that have already proven themselves in the league. What about trading for draft picks? I completely agree with both sides. I see how you can go one way or the other and be frustrated on one side and be completely okay with your decision. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I, that's true. I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say one side is either right or wrong. It's just based on your philosophy. I think you look around the league. Yeah, you have teams that operate in your philosophy. And I do think it's a little more on the riskier side. And you do, you can either win from it or you could severely hinder yourself from it. I think Schneider of the uh, Seahawks is probably closer to my philosophy, if we had to put a name it, on it. And, and, and that, that has worked out for him in certain instances. And it's also backfired. I could, yes. Backfired because I, mean, yep. I, I don't even know the last time they've had a first round pick. And then last but not least, he has a, a Q&A back and forth about the Ronnie Stanley deal. <laughs> Ronnie Stanley signs that, that deal with the Ravens, uh, the, the left tackle. He signs that deal. You smiled a little bit, didn't you? Why wouldn't I? Yeah, right. right. Yeah. It raises all ships. Yeah. That's right. That was That's that right. was, that was real. You, I saw that. I was at all. David Bakhtiari is smiling at that deal. That is, that is yeah, all I mean, good stuff. Like, it, it doesn't matter at, at the end of the day. There's always positive you can take from every, every, every other deal that's out there, especially in your market. And, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to get back out there and play very good football. So there you go. That was David Bakhtiari on the big show uh, on Friday. Some really, really good stuff. Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. And uh, we've got a, a settlement in Milwaukee we'll discuss real quick when we come back. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers are back to work. After losing at home to the Vikings, Green Bay came back to beat the 49ers last Thursday night. They've not lost games back-to-back since Matt LaFleur took over as head coach. I think that's a credit to the players that we have, the coaches that we have, just the way we attack it, and that's an important part of a winning team in this league is you you got to avoid those consecutive losses. Up next, the Packers host the Jacksonville Jaguars, who lost at home yesterday to the Texans. Rookie Jake Luton started at quarterback. Jaguars head coach Doug Marone says Gardner Minshew is dealing with a fractured right thumb. Gardner right now is not throwing, so I, I, there's no decision really to make right now. So I'm not really looking at the future because, um, you know, I'm, I'm it's going to take me a while to get over this one. And Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari says it would have been unnecessary to make a trade for Texans wide receiver Will Fuller last week. I think you, you look at our team, you look at our team throughout from top to bottom on the roster, and, you know, this is a Super Bowl contending football team. That's David Bakhtiari. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Peace up. Peace A-Town. Up. Yeah, Hey, our friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors, they've got, uh, that. look, they've got great products. We know that. In addition to that, they have got great sales consultants. They also 
have over 150 patents, so the product itself is fantastic. No reason not to check out Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We all know the weather's been great. I've enjoyed it just like I'm sure you have as well. And we'll get into what everybody was doing this weekend because I found it rather interesting. But you know the colder weather's on its way. And many of you listening to the program have gone to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, and your initial visit went, oh, God, sign me up. This is fantastic. Well, what they're doing now for those that could be thinking about possibly getting some Pella Windows and Doors, uh, now through the end of the month, Pella is making it even easier to say yes at that initial consultation. They're giving you an additional 5% off the, quote, same-day offer, if you will, at the initial consultation. That's on top of no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years, as they say, Pella now and pay later. So that way you can still get the windows and doors that you've been hoping for, and you can go ahead and make your house more beautiful, more valuable, more economical, and get it all done and get 5% off as well. Schedule your free, free consultation at PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Or just stop in the uh, Experience Center in Brookfield, Green Bay. They have one in Madison now. Again, go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Sterling Brown and the city of Milwaukee have agreed on seven hundred and fifty grand for the lawsuit that he filed accusing the police officers of using excessive force. This goes back to the arrest in January of 2018. But uh, they finally came to an agreement, and it looks like he's going to get paid by the city of Milwaukee, who just continually pays out uh, pays out some cash for some, some things like this, unfortunately. But uh, nevertheless, uh, that now, I guess, uh, with a lot of sensitivity training and such within the city, I, I, that's kind of... He sued the city and won a $4 million settlement um, a while ago. Um, but, uh, you know, Brown said he feared for his life. And the the video have been used in several examples of police brutality against blacks in recent times, even those in a position of privilege. Uh, back in 2015, uh, it was it uh, I, I think, Um Against the city of New York, that was another one. There was another city that was sued from NBA players. So this has happened before, but $750,000 is the settlement in the civil rights lawsuit. Sterling Brown in the city of Milwaukee, so there you have it. That uh, that chapter uh, comes to an end, and hopefully we never have to open that thing again. Uh, let's do this. We'll step away. Got a lot to discuss, including some heartbreak in high school. want to talk about that as well, but uh, the Packers... They were in on the Giants' defensive tackle, Dalvin Tomlinson. Elsie brought this up a little while ago in one of her emails to us regarding the Green Bay Packers. We'll talk about this when we come back. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 